Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Hello! Hi! I'm Brittany. I'm Brad. And we are Audio Shelf. Before we start, make sure to click that red button down below to subscribe. Today... We are doing Ruth's Ware, Turn of the Key. Ooh. Mm. We listened to the audiobook version, which is narrated by the one, the only, Imogen Church. And it is 12 hours and 13 minutes. Wow, that's a long one. We got done in quick, too. We did. Mm -hmm. We got it done in like a day or two, probably a two or three yeah, day. Yeah, two or three, two or three. So what is this book about? What this do we book. know about this book? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> Rowan needs a job. Yes, Rowan needs a job. She needs to go on ZipRecruiter.com, Indeed.com, and get a real legitimate job. Yes. So she is looking for a job, and she currently works in a daycare, which she doesn't really like. So she finds this job listing from a Sandra to nanny for a family. And it's a real well-to-do family out in the hills somewhere mm-hmm. of Scotland. So she goes out there, she interviews, she gets the job. They pay her like 50,000 pounds. Thousands. Is that what they do? Is that, a, is that equivalent to $50,000? No. God, I need to travel. It's like 60 or something. Hmm. Like the dollar is down here and the other shit is up here. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that much. Wow. Anyway, hmm. so she gets the job and weird stuff starts happening. Like the kids are like, ooh, did you hear about the ghosts? There's a teenager that's away at boarding school and she's just like a brat because she's mm. a teenager, of yes. course. And the other two little kids, Ellie and Maddie, they're just like bullies. They're little baby bullies. Baby bullies to our poor little Rowan. Mm-hmm. And then there's Petra the baby. She was the only one I liked. Yeah, literally, because she didn't talk. She didn't talk. Yep, yep. Silent, patient. Different book, but yes. same concept. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we go through the journey of Rowan being with this nanny and job, and she meets Jack, which is a handsome little gardener guy, Mm. and weird stuff starts happening. Yeah. There's like sounds coming from above her bedroom. There's uh, dead animals showing up. And the weird thing is the parents just leave. They leave, yeah. They just leave. They peace out. It's like day two of this job. And they're like, okay, we got to go. Bye, bye, bye. Because they work for an architecture company. And it's like, oh, we're just going to leave for two weeks, three weeks. It was ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. So that's about what the book is about. We gave a very rough, not actually how Ruth Ware probably intended for it to be Mm -hmm. described, but Mm -hmm. that's what you get when you get Brad and Brittany. Exactly. (laughs) And... We want to talk about Imogen Church. (laughs) Do we ever. She's our favorite narrator. She's amazing. She's one of our narrating icons. Hero. She's a queen. She's a queen. And she was perfect in this book. Nobel Peace Prize goes to Imogen Church for her narration. When she did the voices for Rhiannon and the, the friends of the main character, forgot their names, but... Completely different voices. So good. So good. That is the joy of listening to an Imogen Church narrated piece of work. She does voices. Not only voices, but she does sounds. Sounds. Every creak. Creak. 
She does it. She does it. She puts you in the book. Like you are no longer listening to it. You are walking around the house. You are watching the kids yourself, which why would you want to do that? Because you're not getting paid $50,000 for it. That's a horror story in itself. Exactly. She just does stuff with her voice that like you can't even comprehend how she does it. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. If I could voice a floorboard, I would be a millionaire. Why is Imogen Church not a millionaire? I'm sure she asked that same question. That's true. She might be a millionaire. We don't. We have she, no idea her finances. We actually have no idea. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Mm. <laughs> the content of the book, we've been listening to a lot of thrillers mm-hmm. this month. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a Ruth Ware book, we have listened to about two or three of her other work. Yes. I would say this wasn't my favorite one. I'm sorry, but I can't stop comparing everything to In a Dark, Dark Wood. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can't. I actually like this one better than Woman in Cabin, Woman Cabin. Cabin 10. I have to agree. I I mean, it goes In a Dark, Dark Wood. Then it goes this this probably book, this book probably next. Yeah. And then In a Woman, a Woman in Cabin 10. And we haven't read Mrs. Westaway, which I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah. So I'm like, ugh. Yeah. But I I enjoyed this book. It just wasn't my favorite. It was very slow. If you like slow build, this is the book for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. The book starts off with our main character, Rowan, writing a note from prison about something that happened. Mm-hmm. A child dying. Yes. That is where we pick up with her. That is our beginning introduction to Rowan is in a jail cell. Mm-hmm. So immediately you're kind of thinking... Okay, well, she might be a bad person. I'm going to guess if she mm-hmm. killed a kid that yeah. she might be bad. But like all things, we go back. We do like a little flashback to when she gets this job and the story that leads up to a child dying and exactly what happens. And there are twists in this. It comes near the end and it comes at the very end. Um, the big twist that happens. The so, twist is pretty good, though. It's pretty. I was like, like okay, disturbing. Very disturbing. Very. I, I'm not going to say unique, but it was chilling. Yeah, it's not a twist that you typically would see. No. Honestly, like like you said, it's not unique because it has happened before, mm-hmm. but it is one that doesn't happen often. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't necessarily necessarily call this a unreliable narrator no. story. Not at all. No. But she definitely has some characteristics of that. Do is she telling the truth? What is what else is she hiding? Kind of situation. Yeah, you really, really don't see one of the things happening because you're just in this mindset of like she applied for this job, she saw it online. Like, yeah, it would naturally happen this mm-hmm. way. And so when something comes up about the process, you're just kind of, you kind of want to rewind a little bit and be like, I need to listen to this again because I feel like I missed something. So it is a book that you can rewind and re-listen to certain parts. Definitely. And my favorite part about the whole book though is I I love how Ruth Ware starts it as a letter. Essentially the whole book is one giant letter. That's a lot of pages. That's a lot of pages. To hand write. 12 hours and 13 minute pages. Like that is like, what is that? Like It's a novel. Oh yeah, it's a novel. Girlfriend wrote a novel in prison. Yes, to a lawyer. And I really like that because Ruth was like putting us into the mind of our main character. Mm -hmm. And we were kind of, there was a point where we were like reaching out to Mr. Rexham as well. Yes. I felt like very included in that conversation. And so I thought that was really well done. And I thought that it took time to kind of think about the plotting of the story. And I really 
enjoyed that aspect of the novel. Yeah. I agree 100%. Um, it was just such a well-done novel in the in the aspect of how we were introduced to the characters, Imogen's narration, and also how the twist came about. Mm-hmm. But I, it was slow. It was very slow. It didn't have enough meat in there for mm-hmm. me. And I feel like there wasn't enough spooky stuff. There wasn't enough spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, there was a lot of, there was like some romance and then there was some, I don't need to hear about all the nannying. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if you're making porridge for the kid for dinner time. Yeah. I don't care if you're bathing the kid. I don't care no. if you're singing at nursery no, rhymes. No, I don't care about your friendship with them. Just give me spooks. Yes. I think a lot of the part, especially in the middle part of the book, could have been cut out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's something that we haven't seen much with Ruth's writing because I feel like The Woman in Cabin 10 and In a Dark, Dark Wood was not incredibly long. No, and you needed all that information that she provided. Yes. And it was just very well done. It flowed nicely. Even A Woman in Cabin 10, Mm -hmm. like... It flowed very nicely until the end when we got off the boat. And then it was just kind of like, what is happening? Like, what is this Mm -hmm. plot B here? And it was interesting because if you think about the character of Turn of the Key, she was desperate. Yes. And the the explanations and the um, descriptions of everything she was doing with these kids, was that a way for her to prove her innocence? Huh. Well, she was like, listen, I'm going to give you every detail that I have. Just so you know how innocent I am. Deep. Deep. And I would say yes. Yeah, because that's what it felt like. Yep. It was like she was so desperate for people to know she did not kill this kid. Yeah. We don't know if you killed the kid. We don't know. We have no idea until we get to the end of the book. Yes. Of her novel of a letter. So Ugh. for this one, I want to say I would shelf it. I would shelf it. But it wouldn't be like a real like overwhelming like yay i'm shelfing it yeah it would be dusty yeah it would get dusty it would collect dust i would listen to an in in a dark dark wood before repicking this one up again yes but this also doesn't stray me away from ruth ware no, no absolutely not i am all about ruth ware i'm a ruth warian we just made that up yeah it's we're gonna get t-shirts we're warians yep mm-hmm so we're huge fans of hers. Yeah. But this one just wasn't our, our favorite. And you know what? I think it's because we have listened to other Ruth Ware. Mm-hmm. We have heard the the capabilities that she's at. If this was a new author that oh. we were coming into, yeah. and this was the first book of someone else, mm-hmm. we'd be like, oh, yes. yes. Like, hell yeah. We yeah. love this book. We have, an, we have a standard. We have yeah. a Ruth Ware standard, mm-hmm. and we have an expectation mm-hmm. of her to really spook us yeah i feel like it's the same thing with uh sherry like mm-hmm. we have a standard with sherry Lapena, and we just know what we want yeah so yeah our standards exactly because i think other crime writers for instance um jillian flynn every single one of her novels i have loved mm-hmm. because there's a expectation that i have of her she doesn't come out with them often yeah that's very and true. so when you're looking at like f- huge writers like that versus ruth ware who's a, also a huge writer but she doesn't have so much of the tv cred yeah i think maybe the amount of books that they're putting out every other couple of years or whatnot i think that might you know inhibit the i guess the uh, great what is that word i'm looking for great what are you looking for like um i don't know so many novels inhibit the 
Quality, quality. Oh, okay. wow. Because so many of the novels that she produces every couple of years may inhibit the quality of her work. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. 100%. So we are going to shelf it, but it's going to be an eh shelf. If you have listened or read The Turn of the Key by Ruth Ware, please let us know in the comments down below what you thought about it, how you were feeling, if you vibed with it, if it was your favorite one ever, or if you have other suggestions that you think we would like. Mm -hmm. We'd love to hear from you. And you can also find us on our various social medias. We are on Twitter at AudioshelfMe, Facebook at Audioshelf, and Instagram at AudioshelfMe. I did the order differently, and that really messed me up. Oh. And if you could take one second out of your time to share this video with your friends and hit that little like button and the subscribe button, Mm -hmm. we would appreciate that so much. Yes. So until next time. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. 